Welcome to Parents' Rights Now, a production of Parents' Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. We are committed to valuing students, empowering parents, and supporting communities to secure great educations for public school children in America. PRE welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and like us on Facebook. Our chapters include Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Illinois, Maine, Montana, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, Virginia, Washington State, Wisconsin, and something new, Australia. Join us by filling out the form on our website titled, Join Us. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. So hey everybody, welcome back. Today is Thursday, August 11th, and we haven't spoken for a while. The reason is we were extremely busy preparing, planning, and executing the National Safe School Summit, our second summit on August 6th. That was um, last Saturday. And it seems like ages ago because, my goodness, since I've been back at my desk, a lot of new things have cropped up, and I can't wait to share those with you. But I want to give you a report on the summit and uh, what led up to it. I believe that we have actually arrived, guys, and here's why. What we're doing is such important work, and we're we're exposing the left. We're exposing what they're doing in our public schools, and we're actually sharing real-life stories about parents and their children and their experiences. Uh, so our summit uh, was an all-day event, but before the summit took place, our hotel received telephone calls threatening that they were these people were going to infiltrate our event. Uh, they would protest it. They threatened the hotel, asking them to cancel our event. Now, on the day of the event, they also um, appeared very early in the morning before anybody arrived, attached flyers um, to the trees in the surrounding parking area outside of the ballroom of the Sheraton. And let me share with you what was on these, these flyers. By the time we arrived, they were all taken down. The hotel staff got busy and they just removed them all. But this is what the flyer said. Warning, Sheraton is hosting anti-LGBTQ hate group August 6th, 9 to 4. Parents' rights and education are religious homophobes, transphobes that oppose gay marriage. That's a lie. We don't even address gay marriage. And LGBTQ education in schools and call LGBTQ community degenerates, groomers, and pedophiles. Only a few of these bigots below. And so they shared pictures of the speakers of our event. Of course, I'm featured here. It says that Suzanne Gallagher says, quote, queer sex ed is promoting pedophilia. Actually, no, I haven't 
said that in those words. So, but they have it in quotes. So they're liars. In addition, they featured Leave Finna, and they're saying that she led efforts to ban diversity, equity, and inclusion training for teachers. Yes, she has exposed that and reported on it. Uh, Leave gave one of the best presentations at our event. Then we have Tyler Smith, Esquire, a local attorney in Oregon. They claim that he led efforts to ban pride flags in Newburgh schools. Actually, it wasn't a ban on just pride flags. What the um, school policy did do, however, was restrict the flags that can be shown on permanent display in school classrooms. So the state and the national flags are the flags that are shown on permanent display in Newburgh public schools. The purpose is to depoliticize our school classrooms. Okay, next, they went after Rebecca Friedrichs, our keynote speaker. And they said that she spoke at an anti-Muslim conference where Muslims are compared to termites. I doubt it, guys. They say she says the teachers union are groomers and sexualizing children. Well, the teachers union does promote the sexualization of children beginning in kindergarten. Here's Conrad Woodall. He closed with um, a great presentation based on science, based on psychology, uh, that actually CSE is grooming. And you know it, and I know it. Okay, and then, of course, Mark Thielman, who was a candidate for Oregon governor, uh, they call him a QAnon and Proud Boy affiliate that had Confederate flag waivers on his campaign. (laughs) I, I have to laugh. And so what we have to deduce from this is that we are making a difference. I look at this and I get fired up. I feel pretty good about what we're doing, actually. We are exposing them. And um, they're wetting their pants, guys. Now, to call this organization uh, bigots, homophobes, etc., hate group, is absolutely ridiculous because on the homepage of our website is an interview that I did with a homosexual couple who have been together for decades. And uh, one of the partners was a teacher. He taught K through five in elementary school for 30 years in the state of Oregon. Well, guess what? He and his partner both agree that teaching sexuality in the format that it is being done now is wrong and should be discontinued K through 12 in Oregon public schools. They do not agree with these um, crazies who were attacking our organization and our speakers. And if we were bigots, I don't think that, that people in the gay community would be supporting us. Many members of the LGBTQ community, so-called, do not agree with the radical far-left efforts of members of their community who are painting a picture of them that is not representative of the, of their values. I'm holding in my hand a fantastic article written by Tammy Bruce, part of the Fox family, Fox News, 
And um, she makes this statement. Amazing. She says, more education and less indoctrination, giving parents the power to control their children's schooling. Now, she's a lesbian, and she does not agree with with the far left within her community. She says, like so many, I'm a product of public schools. The free K-12 education we received was a gift that changed our lives for the better and prepared us for adulthood. But in many public schools today, leftist indoctrination has become a higher priority than education. I would correct her and say most public schools. Dominated by far-left teacher unions, public schools are now often focused on producing students who are woke, obsessed with overturning the supposed systemic social injustice, racism, sexism, and other evils they wrongly believe permeate American society. We learned a lot about the malign intentions of the government during the COVID-19 pandemic, not the least of which being parents across the country getting quite the shock once they saw what woke activist teachers were teaching their children. They saw their children being taught Marxist, racist ideology and exposed to sexual concepts and ideas entirely inappropriate for any child. Yet this putrid curriculum was being hidden from the parents. Millions of parents do not want to subject their kids to this radical indoctrination, but can't afford the cost of K-12 private school tuition, which averages about $12,350 across the nation last year and costs more in many other places. At a time when national reading and math test scores are failing as measured by the National Assessment of Educational Progress, most moms and dads are more concerned with making sure Johnny and Joni have mastered their reading, writing, math, social studies, science, and computer skills before the finer points of wokeism. Unfortunately, the oh-so-enlightened left that dominates teacher and school administrator ranks doesn't care what parents want. Professional educators claim to know far more than parents when it comes to what children should be taught. To them, parents are just a nuisance standing in the way of producing a generation with politically correct leftist values. There's an old saying that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Nowhere is this truer than in public schools. It's time we reduce the absolute power of the left controlling many public schools and give parents a more prominent role in determining what their children should be taught. One of the most effective ways of doing this would be to harness the idea that made our country the most prosperous nation in the world, competition. Thank you, Tammy. I've been saying that for at least three decades. She's exactly right. Competition is the most critical element of our capitalist system. 
Since the colonial days, it has spurred inventions and improved products and services throughout our country. When companies compete, the ones with the best products, services, and prices succeed, while their competitors struggle and sometimes go out of business. Quality wins out, and consumers benefit. Public schools are not run based on competition. They are run based on the idea that big government knows best. The doctrine at the foundation of communism, socialism, and other authoritarian forms of government. Wow. Authoritarian regimes have long understood that controlling education is vital to shaping the impressionable minds of children. We've seen this in the Soviet Union, Russia, China, North Korea, Cuba, Nazi Germany, and other dictatorships. And sadly, we are seeing it today with the leftist indoctrination in schools across America. Yet, if you want a free education for your child, you have no other option than your local public school in most places. The government monopoly on a free education hurts low-income and minority students, the groups that Democrats falsely claim to champion. More than anyone else, because such children typically live in school districts providing the least funding on a per-pupil basis. Tammy goes on to talk about school choice, but she sums up her article with something that we our champion. She states this, it's time to start freeing up public funds for school vouchers to make school choices a reality for all parents, not just politicians and other wealthy people. Doing this would restore parental rights and spark an educational revolution that would do more to benefit children than just about anything else. We appreciate Ms. Brew's article, absolutely, and her summary of the condition of our public schools today is accurate. But one could say that the big debate in education today is, should we stay or should we go? Should we promote school choice or should we fix the public schools? We say we have to do both. Not everyone will leave the public schools as we think they should because they can't. They don't have the option. School choice is the way of the future. We have seen the results of competition in the marketplace. For example, private schools and charter schools. They are the most successful. In the interim, though, until laws are passed allowing public money to be spent based upon what the parents think is best for their child and not infringed upon by excessive government regulations. Until that happens, we must continue to push back on the wokeism that is promoted by our public school system now. This is Parents' Rights now. Please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Please consider making a monthly contribution to Parents' Rights in Education. We need your help. We have big plans 
in mind. And because of a very generous one-time contribution of $25,000, we are challenging our listeners and our readers, all of our supporters, to match that. Gives $12 a month. If there were only 500 of you, that would tally up to $6,000 a month, almost tripling the $25,000 check we just received in one year. If a thousand supporters gave $12 a month and we could reach our goal in two months, be part of that club. We call it the 12 by 12 club. A link to our website is in the show notes or go to parentsrightsined.org. See you soon.